Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Tuesday NXT Sour Grab Show with me, Alex Pulaski, and Kate Elizabeth. Today is International Talk Like a Pirate Day, so I had planned to be Rainbow Beard the Pirate. I even went and found an eye patch, and I was going to be piratey all night long. It was going to be so fun. But then HBK made me depressed. And I don't want to be here anymore. So I'm just going to try and power through it. Kate? Welcome to the Fightful NXT Post Show for Tuesday, September 19th. We'll remind you to get in your Super Chats and your Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. It looks like Alex ate Ricky Rainbow. Uh, But we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, You can also... Leave a thumbs up on this video to help people find us in the algorithms. And you can head over to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe. There was OMG, so much contract news, guys. I can't even tell you. Jade Cargill, the big one, QT Marshall, Prince Nana. So many contracts getting broken over there. Did it in the best white girl voice that I could. Head over to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe there was also news that was up there today about how becky lynch your new nxt champion who we saw tonight in action really was like i'm gonna put tegan Knox on everybody's minds again uh and then she planned a match with her and about 10 minutes before yesterday's episode of raw they were like now nah, you're gonna fight natalia for all the good work she did in india uh so you know for the developmental title where natalia belongs so go read the details on fightfulselect.com about that well i fixed my contact in my eyes oh that's that's terrible i hate when that happens oh yeah i know that always happens to you i hate so pirate puns (laughs) since it's international talk like a pirate day pirate puns those should be a lot of fun anything having to do with the sea or the R. Get it? 
Um, There is a base level that I require my wrestling television to achieve, Kate, and it is telling stories that have a payoff. That is it. All, all All it is is telling stories that have a payoff. If you tell a story for literal months with main characters that has an obvious ending, you book that ending. And if you don't, I get really angry. And when the anger wears off, I get really depressed. And so that's where I am now. Scripts, are you here? Um, Not so much scripts, but my contact did make my eye go literally so gross and ugly. So, Oh, that's, that's not good. Uh, I'm going to just try and fix my eyeball. Yikes. But what I can say is, is it your first time here? No, I, no. Listen, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. If it, it, I should, I should be prepared for it. But, but this time I'm not because it was literally the easiest thing. It's the literal only story you've been telling surrounding the Heritage Cup tournament, and you decided to not do the ending of that story. Well, I, I, I can't. I cannot abide it. I can't. And because it made me that thing made me so angry and so depressed, then it colored my reaction to everything else on the show. So this is literally the closest I have ever been to just saying I'm never watching another episode of NXT. We can do Sansa Blind for every episode of this podcast after this because and I buddy, can't watch if, the show. If you think I'm trudging <laughs> through this alone, you're at your D damn mind. Um I actually think that they're going to do your second least favorite thing, which isn't ignore all this, but I think they're going to, I think we'll get to it, but I think Pete Dunn is going to win. And I think we're going to do Butch bait two or Dunn bait 17 or whatever. Cause they faced each other so much before. Um, so we're going to, we're going to get into all of it though. We sure are. Mm-hmm. Alex. Yeah. Um, we will. We will definitely do that. We're going to read your super chats. Uh, I'm going to read them in a. I'm not going to use the the wig as a beard because it's very itchy around my mouth, and I don't. It also think makes can... me very uncomfortable about what you yeah. might have done to Ricky Rainbow. It feels <laughs> cannibalistic. I I, I uh, listen. There is uh, a a a uh, a wrestler, uh, a superstar on the roster of NXT who mm-hmm. has Native American heritage, um, and uh, just as their bu- they're billing him as finding the savage within. Perhaps when he does that, he could scalp Ricky Rainbow. We could have lots and lots of Native American puns and um, uh, and and stereotypical ideas floating around here. Wouldn't that be good? Well, I'm more concerned about our own lore. I've given up on NXT having consistency within theirs. I'm this more concerned true. about Ricky Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, he's, a, he's a mysterious fella. He is. And it's very possible he ended up uh-huh. with a bunch of pirates. They got right. lost, and mm-hmm. they had no choice but for him yep. to be eaten. Um, Tyler Jones says, Finally stole, I mean, got me own debit card to send you and Kate some money. You guys used to be a weekly cure from depression and suicide. I feel really awkward doing it in the voice now. <laughs> yeah, no, that one's uh, that got... A lot heavier. I should have. I should have read that one ahead. You're gonna want to read that I, one ahead of time. Yeah. I should, I'm gonna read all of these ahead before I do it in the voice because that okay. was not 
Okay, um, but now you're a daily treat because I finally got Fightful Select. All but the SGS fam sucks. Well, thank you. Um, there was actually some good stuff on the show tonight, yeah. which I will yeah. do my best yep. mm-hmm. to counter Alex with. Yeah, yeah, no, um, no. Uh, uh, Luis, Luis, helpfully coming in a few dozen seconds too late, saying I would suggest not reading this one. With <laughs> thank you, Luis. I appreciate that. Um, no, those are always. Um, the kindest yeah. things that we get yeah. is that like we're providing yeah. relief in some way. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read ahead to, okay. This, this one seems to be all right. JW Pringle says, <clears throat> Alex, the sour power, Kate with the hot take, Papa Paul Elizabeth, nicest guy in the tri-state area, sisters, John Beard, Alpha Bill, and all the NX, the, the rest of the sour tears, assemble. Uh, pirates love the sea, M Punk. Well played. Paul Elizabeth says, Happy solstice to the team, the STS NJW Pringle. Um, <laughs> this is fun. I am now not depressed anymore because I get to use this accent. Um, so I'll say this I yeah. went to Seton Hall mm-hmm. and they were the Seton Hall Pirates, right? Yes, they were. Yeah. So this day was quite the holiday at Seton Hall. And I was also a part of WSOU's Loudest Rock, a top 10 college radio station that was the best. Mm -hmm. I did not know until working there that Swashbuckle, a pirate metal band, and that pirate metal in general was a thing. But Swashbuckle came to campus. Wow. They are it's a full, it's a full pirate. Did did they buckle any swash or I don't know how that works. I'm gonna assume yes. They were very I've always convincing. heard I've, they, what I've heard is swashbuckler. Like that's a person, and I was like, is that somebody who buckles swash? And if so, what is swash? It's kind of like how, the Foo and Fighters. How do you buckle it. Yeah. Like what is Foo and what does the right. fight look like? Yeah. 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 Jim Pringle says, um, uh, also Alex likes when it's so bad, it's funny. It's true. I do like that. Um, um speaking of so bad, it's something becky lynch read a poem she did slam poetry about all the people she's going to face in nxt in her little promo where she's like i'm i'm it's it's time for a rhyme um uh, electra lopez roxanne perez i hey i'll be here for a while why don't you want to have a fight ivy nile it was really something it was something i will say that did she do i don't remember if like irish becky did limericks or anything was it supposed to be i'm <laughs> oh, like no. i, I was wondering recall. if it was like a cheeky little callback uh, kind of thing i don't recall was that because that didn't that was not a limerick though it was just like a poorly written poem if it was a limerick then we, we you know it would have had the the you know but da 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 but da 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 but da 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 but da 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 but da 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 and that was definitely not the actual thing so it was weird and bad but yeah um she did make a reference to somebody being a baddie which i thought might have been a little she rhymed it with natty because that's the only thing that in her brain rhymes with come on you no she's not an idiot all of the talk is but around jade I don't know. 
She could have made a hey, boat joke. She could have been she like, said, Natty's she boat. Said, hey I'm there, the Natty. I'll hey there, Natty. I'll be your baddie. That's what she said. She didn't even what have is, to acknowledge Natalia in this. I feel like she went very out of her way to make a baddie reference. I'm just it was, saying. It was not. It was. It was not uh, great. Twenty-four. Uh, Taylor Cannon, who's a twenty-five-month uh, member, says, "I got to say, so far, I am enjoying Becky as NXT Women's Champion. So far." He said that he said far twice, but I I want I gotta say it I gotta say R. So I'm I was happy about that. Um uh, uh jury's out for me. Jury's out still for me. I uh, I will not accept her dropping the title anybody but Tiffany. I won't accept it. What if so, Tiffany is going up? Um I think it's a I think it's wrong for her to go up. So that's okay, but if she, I is think it's if she if, if she is, then then obviously Becky can't drop it to her. But I don't think she should go up. So the whole all of the booking surrounding Tiffany, if Tiffany goes up, or if Tiffany stays and is not the one to beat Becky for the title back, is bad. Regardless, so if she goes up, it's still bad. If she stays here and doesn't beat Becky, that's still bad. There's one good option: she stays and she beats Becky for that title. Those are the only thing that that that, that will will make this make sense to me. Um, so that's how I also feel. But I, based on what we saw tonight, I don't think she's dropping it back to Tiffany. No, no, not 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 a not a no mercy. Um, no, so, certainly not. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, uh, it's this is. I I do not understand why you would take Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton. Two young, one very experienced, but very young, one young and very inexperienced, like actually, like you think about how many matches she's had and you have them there and they appear to be two women who you would like to be carrying the load for this company in six, seven years on the main roster. And you willingly and on purpose book their title reigns so poorly. I don't understand why you would do any of that on purpose to both of them almost back to back. There was that weird Indy Hartwell thing, which also was nonsensical. Well, look so, what it did for her on the main roster. Yeah. 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 That's true. There's a lot of people that don't understand that booking. There's a lot of people that don't understand why you have an eye patch on right now. But it's that's just international the talk like a pirate day. They probably, this is Are not going to help you them. Currently like, se- are none of you currently celebrating? Are you are you uncultured swine? First of all, I mean honestly. Second of all, this is not going to help the people that are like, "Oh, you guys are AEW homers." They're going to be like, "He's wearing an eye patch." That's basically like half the people in AEW at any given time. It's not made out of saddle leather like Hangman Page's was. No, but... it's not. It's not. Yeah. Um. Uh. Um. So every time I read a super chat. It will be in my pirate voice. We have some pirate puns. Ricardo the Firefly says CM Pufferfish. There you go. Tom LaValle says Hook. Captain Hook. Send Hunk. The pro, the pro Wrestling Podcast says Army Matey. Ye be NXT. Hey. Hi, David. Um, David Ross. Uh, Luis Palito says Brian Danielson is a tree sea man. <laughs> Bonus points for anybody that puts a, a Jeremy Lambert headline in there. 
Oh, Ian McAbani's in the chat again. Hi, Ian. Meet Normus. Unlike Kate, I'm a carnivore. That's true. Be kind to animals. Shotkid29 says, House of Blackbeard. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Kim Gray says, How do pirates know that they are pirates? They think, therefore, they are. Ah. Good one, Ken. And insert clever Tegan Knox pun says, Buccaneer Gen Knox. I just love the commit. You are more committed to your Tegan Knox puns than this company is to having her ever That's on true. television. That's true. Yeah. Um, Hits me uh, off. Uh, J.W. Pringle says, um, Ali Albright is one of the C's sisters. <laughs> I said in the seven C's. One of the C's twins. Yes. Um, We're going to have to give them a cut. They make us a lot of super chats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alpha Bill says, Becky Lynch, I am green eggs and ham. <laughs> she was doing that. Um, was. But anyway, uh, she puts over Tiffany um, and uh, uh, says that she, she pushed me on a limit. She gave me a great match and, and I, I, she absolutely deserves a rematch and she will get hers whenever she wants it because she deserves it. She is, she is uh, dumb and smelly and I hate her, but I do respect her. It was a very weird little promo that she was cutting. And then she gets interrupted by Tiffany. Who's uh, like, yes, she does. Uh, uh, we should have the match. Uh, of course, we're going to have the match whenever I want it, which is exactly what Becky, ju Becky just said. So it's fine. Um, uh, how about right now? Just kidding. You don't deserve it. And honestly, she should have tied it together with the first thing that she says is, you all used to love me until she got here, which is true. Honestly, like we're far enough into the episode. This crowd, nothing but a bunch of star fuckers. Like, come on. Like, it's Alexander. just like, I mean, come on. I That's mean, you were, you were, you were all <laughs> are, pro, you you were so pro Tiffany. You were so pro Tiffany. You were chanting Tiffy time, even though she was a, she was a heel. She would, but they were chanting Tiffy time, even though she was a heel. And that, that, that crowd went a hundred percent Becky. That's not like a small little percentage of you that are like anti this whole main roster invasion. I'll tell you. Yeah, because they were giving her submission matches with Thea Hale, yeah. and now Becky freaking Lynch shows up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's exactly how this is supposed to go. Yeah, that's true. The only thing I didn't like about this was, I mean, other than the like the poetry reading part, <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about Tiffany's response was she was just like, you didn't think a rematch was inevitable? And I was like, well, she just she just said it was. <laughs> like, It felt like she was trying to earn a rematch that Becky had just told her she already got. So that's mm -hmm. the only thing that I didn't really like love about the, the segment in that way, but I'm glad they're doing a rematch. Mm -hmm. um, didn't love what got set up later but liked the way that that wrapped up because i think a stipulation is good mm -hmm. um but this makes sense right like if you were going to have becky lynch around whether she drops it no mercy which she should or not um it makes sense to utilize her as the show opener and closer like she, mm. she what was their rating uh, 
eight five six or something. Yeah. What? Yeah. My God, that's the highest rating mm -hmm. they've had since the black and gold days. So oh, absolutely. Um, so good on them for doing that. And she's also just man watching her work tonight. Like even in those little backstage segments, um, she just knows she's one of the most efficient wrestlers I've ever seen. Like no move is wasted, no word is wasted. Mm -hmm. She, everything is an effort to make sense. I really liked that she, with Tiffany Stratton, said like she'd seen it before this entitlement because I think everybody's thinking in terms of like Tiffany Stratton and Charlotte at some point because they kind of walk the same lines, right? Um, mm -hmm. So I I really liked that she kind of was like I've 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 seen your type around and it's my biggest rival in my career. Like mm -hmm. good good stuff. Those little subtleties. She's so damn good at this man. <laughs> like Becky's mm -hmm. just great. So. Yep. This was super, super, super fun. Um, mm -hmm. Happy about the way this started. A little nervous about the way it's going. Can't say I would hate what that would do for Tiffany. But when she started saying things like, I want to fight Ivy Nile, I was like, I can't, I can't honestly sit here and say, I don't want to see Becky Lynch work with Ivy Nile. I can't right. honestly say I don't want them to get there by ruining Tiffany Stratton's first title reign, if that makes right. sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, star fuckers. <laughs> David's um, so awesome. He's the best. Uh, so, so what happens is that she and Tiffany get into a brawl, and then Kiana James, who we knew, like it was after last week, even if Becky had lost to Tiffany, but they were going to do the rematch at, uh, at uh, No Mercy with Tiffany going in, like not necessarily lost, but just like a schmozzy finish or whatever, and kept the belt on, on Tiffany, uh, that we knew they were going to do a Kiana James versus Becky Lynch match this week um, because of the interaction last week. So then Kiana fulfills that by coming in and attacking um, uh, Becky. And then the two of them gang up on her and, and, and beat her down. Um, and, uh, and so then Becky says, I want a two on one match with you in the main event. Um, and well, this means we don't have to see Dominic in the main event. Um, uh, that's, I, I, that's good, I guess, but it does feel like this is where I miss William Regal or literally anybody working backstage who was in charge of such things because Becky Lynch saying I'm in the main event in a, in a handicap match. That seems unwise to do that, especially because, it was never going to be a handicap match. And I really hate when they do this kind of thing. If it was always going to wind up being Lyra Valkyria and Becky Lynch, then you have either have Becky Lynch challenge them to a tag match. I'll find a partner. And even if I don't, I'll fight you two on one. And her partner is the person she interacted with last week. And I would argue should have interacted with this week at some point to in case people missed last week's show that they would understand the connection between the two of them because the only person she interacted with this week was Roxanne and then immediately blew her off saying actually I think you hurt your shoulder you you can't wrestle twice and thank you for trying to help me out but I'll do this by myself I'm the man I work alone and then of course she belies that fact by then working with somebody else in the in the main event tag match all of this could be solved by good writing there is none on this show and that is what drives me up the wall. Well, I'm just impressed you can drive it all because I thought you were a seafaring man. I have depth perception problems, but 
I still was able to pass my driver's test. I'm extremely concerned that you have what I can only I, assume is I, a permanent I, issue with your eyes. I had a bit of trouble parallel parking. But other, other than that, I passed the test. It seems like a lot of things will be affected by you only having one eye. But either way, I'm sorry it drives you up a wall. But I do feel like... Um, I, I don't like the non-consensual tag partner angle either, but if this is to set up Kiana and Lyra, it's not sure. the worst. I mean, I, I, I guess. It, I mean, it can come out of this as well. They um, just super abandoned Gigi and Kiana. That, that's just weird. I know she well, moved on to Blair Davenport, but like they yeah, just so never she, like... They, no, it was... they they ha- Listen, this is a thing they do a lot is tell a story and abandon it before it's finished. Um, they don't, that story when they were telling it was maybe five weeks old at that point. Um, there, there's a story they abandoned this week, um, that was months old. So like, uh, it depends on uh, the length of time that they've been telling the story when they abandon it is what makes me upset. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, SP3 says, I wish NXT had the commitment of Alex to this bit for their young female <laughs> talent on NXT. Oh, well, Jade Cargill's show gonna be too, though. LOL. Hi, <laughs> SP3. I'll see you tomorrow, SP3. Um, uh, Caden Lee says, um, just got prime energy. Might not make it to NYC. Your oh. heart's gonna explode like a cannon. On the high seas with all the extra caffeine. Prime Energy is going to look at Caden and say, Look at me. I'm the captain now. And then your heart's going to explode. It's going to be sad. Um, uh, uh, Tony, Tony D and Stacks hey! are, are scouting the tag division. Um, uh, and it is, it is very funny to watch them be like, Hey, so these two. I like them. They're all right. You know what? They're honest. We don't have to worry about them cheating us. So I like them. Let's give them a shot. But I don't know about these guys over here. These, well, they're all about family. I'm okay with that family. It's Los Lotharios, whatever they're calling themselves now. And they, but these guys, I don't know if we can trust them. These two, they're from the streets, but a different kind of streets that I'm from. And these two were just big, big guys. So we'll have them fight it out next week to decide who could who's who's the other guy who's going to come to the table. So like I think they're doing a fatal four way. Like they're do, they're they're saying it's a summit. It seems like they're saying okay, the Creeds are in, the Los Lotharios or whatever they're calling themselves are in, and then one other team, the winner of Hank and Tank versus Bronco and Lucian. Um, and, and it seems like they're saying that's three teams that get to sit down with us. And that feels like we're building to a, therefore tag title four-way match. Alex, I don't want you to be mad at me. <laughs> kind of over the shit with Tony T. Well, they're not doing enough with him. That's the they're thing. They're not doing that- enough. And if this, this scouting angle feels very... 2013 John Cena-ish of where he's like evaluating the whole roster does not feel like a Tony D thing. 
Hmm. It's weird that they're just sitting around talking about these they're, guys. Like they're calling it the D'Angelo Diner. That's where they're inviting them to. That's not where but monsters what, hang out. But when once once they invite them there, it'll it'll wind up being a fatal four way tag title match. Yes. Sure. But this building into it's real weird. <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is. It is yeah, not like it. great. No, they 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 have not done nearly enough with Tony D. I just I don't I, know you I don't love your Tony I, and I don't like this. It's not great. It isn't. I don't know why he doesn't have five guys at this point. Like not not well, not the that's not from Japan, <laughs> not not from Japan, and not the burger joint, but five gentlemen who 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 at least who follow him. You can include stacks. Just five gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, does it have the same snap to it that just five guys does? Yeah. They we could call Judgment Day like House of Borcher. Yeah. Ooh, because the, they're boring and they mm, overbook like evil. That's good. That's good. Um Luca Crucifino was had a TV sighting. He was watching the Heritage Cup uh thing in their little thing, but he's not allowed to be a part of the show. I don't understand what that's he is right there. No. You have a fatal four-way coming up. You're going to need some contract signings. You're going to want a lawyer to look over those contracts. Yep. Come on, man. Um, Dragunov got interviewed, and that's when Becky inter interrupted him to say she wants a two-on-one match. I don't understand why. I don't understand. Say, say we'll be a tag match. I'll find somebody. And if I can't, I'll face you one-on-two. But then you have her find somebody. It's it's like especially it's the person that she was talking to last week that she hasn't seen since Ireland and she's like it's great to see how far you've come and and Lyra says I'd really love to help you out with this because Lord knows I have no love lost with Kiana and Tiffany and Becky says thank you I accept your help great and then we have the match I don't understand why why if we're gonna have the tag match you didn't book the tag match but this I don't well and it also doesn't make Lyra look great when. The segment we get later with Roxanne, like she turns down help actively. So for her to be like, nah, I'm just here anyway, mm -hmm. is a little bit weird. Yeah. Also, Dragonov um, is just the coolest guy in the world. He really is. He really, really is. Every interview segment, I'm like, that guy rules. He's so cool. Look at him. Look at him there. Look at that look guy. At that. Look at this. Look yeah. at that fella. Look, look at his that's... look at his chopping hands that that figure comes yeah, with. Yeah, like he's, he's comes with chopping hands. Um. So, a uh, trick and um, Dominic meet up backstage. Yeah, and then what else? To, just to do something. I can't. I don't like this. Whatever. This. Uh, remember in the beginning when the Dark Order was like finding all the wounded birds to try and pick up and join the Dark Order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before they were extremely silly. Right. It's like Dominic's doing that, but with the acting skills of a sixth grade theater play. I know. He's like, look at look at all these points of relatability that we have. As I say My, them and and smile even when I'm not supposed to be smiling. I tried to get out of the shadow of my deadbeat dad for so long, so I know how you feel trying to get out of the shadow of Carmelo. It feels like okay, remember the Dare program? I do. Like when you'd have to act out skits. Mm-hmm. It feels... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? 
read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Like those. Like these are all the ways you can say no to drugs. But it kind of fits in at NXT because that's what Roxanne's whole panic attack angle felt like. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are we doing? Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, so, um, the listen, they're great. They're great. They're great. I don't understand why they're doing the thing that is so great, but they're great. The, the metaphor are dressed up as the <laughs> Matrix. I... I don't understand why it's happening, but it's great. It's great. I'm not saying it's not great. I just at some point would love to know why. That's all. Oh, my God. I love it so much. It's great. I'm not saying it's not great. I just at some point would love to know why it's taking place. Um, I actually never want to know why. I I am so in on them. Just why he was. Neo Dar instead of Noam Dar today. I don't want to know. I just want to know the Meta Matrix. <laughs> mm-hmm. His just his delivery of things. I just love um, him. No, Noam Dar's um, <laughs> terrible impression of Keanu Reeves, and that's coming from me, uh, was so <laughs> Who hilarious. Who does one as Matt Riddle, basically? Yes. Yes. You you understand how these things work. Um, uh, <laughs> my Keanu Reeves sounds a lot like my Matt Riddle. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, this is fun. They're full, like they're, they're dressed to the nines. Like, uh, <laughs> Noam Dar, uh, Neo Dar refuses to st- <laughs> sit down. He just stands there through every match, which is fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so uh, now, pardon me. Um, can you read that with your one eye? Uh, yes, I can. Um, so, uh, uh, Alpha Bill says every Dom segment belongs in the poop deck. I'd look to make him walk the plank, I would. Feed him to the sharks. 
keel haul him, maroon think, him on an island somewhere. I think, I think every Dom segment was created in the poop deck, and that's why we have this oh. issue. Created in the poop deck is really <laughs> get um, it. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, I'm obsessed uh, with the metaphor. I am once again, uh huh, in the Bernie meme. I am once again My asking to join the metaphor. I want to be in the meta five. Mm -hmm. Let me, yes. I, I will fill out an application. You can do a background check. My credit is great, outstanding, even. Okay. Never gotten turned yes. down for an apartment, anything like mm -hmm. that. Um, I'm willing and eager to learn. I will invest in wardrobe. I'm white, uh, so I don't think mm -hmm. it's gonna work. But no, I don't, think, I don't think it's gonna work either. But it, you know, it, it's it, thank you for trying. I appreciate it. Um, so cool! I, I want to hang out with them so bad. Yeah. Um, so this is where I start to lose it, Kate. <laughs> I don't know how long ago this whole storyline with Nathan Fraser and Tyler Bate. And Noam Dar started, but it, it's got to be at least eight weeks. About forty-five to, years ago. To, it it feels like it might be that long. And the story was that Nathan Frazier became the uh, the the Heritage Cup champion by beating not Noam Dar when Noam Dar was injured and couldn't do it, so he he became the champion uh, by beating Noam um, Bernice. Yeah, yeah, my main man Mensa. Um, and uh, and then um. He had to give the title back or whatever. Tyler Bate, didn't Tyler Bate be it? Beat Noam Dar. And there was this weird thing of like, he's like, he, he's like, okay, I'll give him the, uh, the, the real title back. But this means, Nathan, when you become the champion, you owe me. You, 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 he, is, he was the champion. Then he lost it to Noam Dar before he could give Tyler Bate the match. The whole thing was these three guys. And I cannot stress this enough. Only these three guys have been orbiting around the Heritage Cup for months. Like, there was a Dragon Lee match in there, but he quickly moved on to something else. So you set up this tournament, the NXG1, a round-robin tournament with two groups, one group with Tyler Bate in it and another group with Nathan Frazier in it. You set that up only because you are planning to have Tyler Bate win the first group and no, and Nathan Frazier win the second group. And then two friends who both want the Heritage Cup have to fight each other in the finals to see who faces Noam Dar at no mercy. That is the one and only story you have been telling this entire time. And they decided just not to finish the story. Now, much like Cody, who was never going to finish the story, I also feel like this is never going to get finished either. I just hate when I've been watching all the, you, there are hours of television programming over the course of two months has been spent telling a story that they just decided not to finish. That makes me furious. I feel like my time has been personally wasted. I hate that when they do that. Well, it's also been professionally wasted. Um, because we like have to watch this with intent. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's the it thing. wouldn't waste your personal time because you probably wouldn't watch this if you weren't getting paid for it. But no, um, I would not. not, not at all. What is frustrating to me 
about this is, um, well, one, as I said to you in the DMs, if it wasn't going to be Tyler Bate, why wasn't it Dabakato? I mean, really, that was... that. Was, <laughs> if you're not going to give us the right thing, yep. give us the dark horse that we've been asking for this right. whole time in Dabakato. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that I think might happen is, I think... Pete Dunn. I'm calling him Pete Dunn. I'm not calling him Butch. It's Pete mm-hmm. Dunn, damn it. Mm-hmm. Especially tonight. I think he's going to win it. And I think they're going to... I think they think this is an excuse to get us back to Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn again. Um, which I don't hate that idea mm-hmm. in a vacuum because the... I mean, the match, of course, it was great. It was a great it match. It was great. Tyler it Bate great is match. a big, strong boy. His, like, whatever that Sidewinder, DDT, whatever that was, was like, yeah. what the hell? Amazing. Um, he's so great, and Pete Dunne was so great, and they did such a good job of marrying, like, a couple of callbacky moments with... <sighs> Alex, it's Sepp Tecker, okay? This is the beauty of technical wrestling. There was a break mm-hmm. your fingers chant at one point, but, like, I love... This is, I think, is why I gravitate to British wrestling so much lately, is... When you have technical wrestling style paired with a chess game, it's just like my favorite thing. Like they're so familiar with each other. There was so much strategizing to get ahead of the opponent. And then there was so much smart countering that would only happen if you knew your opponent. Right. Right. Like this match was awesome. And then to have the better end win it with like 15 seconds left, um, kind of pulls away from that in a major way. I'm not like you where, a bad ending will ruin an entire match, but boy, oh boy, does it dampen it when it's in a tournament context. And so I think there is a satisfying ending of like, if Pete Dunne wins the whole thing and we get to see this again, that would make me very happy. But it's like you had the slam dunk and it like, you you had the half court shot locked in, you had the three pointer and instead you went for like a foul and you got one out of the two. Like it it just doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, to, it's, it's not nearly as satisfying as it could be. So I'm yeah. with you very much on that front. And it, it's just a bummer because the, the match was so awesome. Like, it, it, it was so fun to see this match. It um, it also made just... The, when, when something is right there on a silver platter as the story for the match, and they're not actively telling it through A, the match, and B, on commentary, I'm like... Tyler Bate has four points. Yes. Pete Dunn has three. Pete Dunn has to beat Tyler Bate. All Tyler Bate has to do is last 12 minutes. Each of them should talk about that in pre-match interviews about how Pete Dunn knows he's got to beat Tyler Bate in 12 minutes. The last time I beat Tyler Bate, it took me 38 or however long that amazing match in NXT TakeOver Chicago was. I've got to do it in 12. I know I've got my work cut out for me. Tyler Bate says, all I've got to do is outlast him. I don't know if I can because I know he knows he's got to beat me. And and my old friend, Butch, you should call him Pete. My old friend, Pete, when he's got that kind of motivation behind him, becomes a very scary opponent indeed. That's amazing. All of a sudden you go in knowing exactly which how the match is going to be wrestled. Then you wrestle it that way. And through the whole thing, Vic Joseph is reminding us of the, the counting on the clock. We only got two minutes left. 
Butch has got to pin Pete, uh, Tyler Bate with it, and then and then he when he finally does, um, with a like a pump handle pile driver Gonzo ridiculous. Oh my god, that was so amazing. Good. Um, so so it's it's he says apparently Butch said in a digital segment that was not shown on TV, the Bruiserweight is back in NXT. Now, if that means they've broken up the Brawling Brutes, maybe maybe Sheamus is taking some time off and they've decided that they're going to let Pete Dunne go back to, to NXT and, and do stuff there. Fine. Okay, cool. That's great. Um, but I would argue you still have the opportunity to tell the other half of the tournament's story. With Pete Dunne getting a surprise victory over Tyler Bate, his greatest opponent. And then you have the opportunity to tell the other half of the bracket story with Nathan Frazier winning the finals. Spoiler alert, they don't even do that. But they go about it the most roundabout possible way to get there. Because they suck at this. We're going to talk about that in a second. We are. The match was amazing, um, though. And for the people saying Techtober in the chat, it's Octecker. Keep up. This is the, the autumn of Techers, baby. Yeah. Um, uh, True Infamous says, The Flying Butchman. Not the Flying Dutchman. It would be That's very good. Um, JC, and, JC, Jane, and Thea Hale go shopping. Um, I... I'm gonna let you go with this because I just I just I would just I would just scream into the ether about it. So you go ahead and you go. God grant me the serenity to accept <laughs> the creative I cannot change. The courage to rant about the things I can and the wisdom mm. to just know that this is what I'm stuck with for mm -hmm. a product. Mm -hmm. What the hell was this? Did JC Jane take her to Victoria's Secret or Hot Topic or Freddy's of Hollywood or whatever the hell that like what on God's green earth are they doing with this segment? So here's what happens, guys. Because she's a heel now, she obviously needs a makeover because we haven't gotten to the black lipstick, but buddy, it's coming. So yeah. what they do is they put her in five different outfits or so. And they get increasingly more 1990s club wear bullshit. But they start with her just literally in the red lingerie, like a like a, a corset that is lacy. And a, I, I appreciate JC Jane being like, it's a little much because it, it's it a is a little much, like little as much. in a little much to be showing on television. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Like this Thea Hale is becoming a real woman now stuff. Like I'm a big kid now. Like it's just, it's also uh -uh. not like you can become a woman without being like Mandy Rose. Like what the I don't know, is man. this? Mm -mm. So then the thing is, it's a little much and it's not black leather. So then it becomes like a black leather like top and skirt mm -hmm. that's still pretty revealing and then it becomes a black leather dress mm -hmm. 
and that's the one. Or no, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Then there's an outfit that we don't see yet, and that's really the one. Yep. Yes. So we, and we'll, we won't see that until next. Can't week. wait for the big reveal. The big reveal of of Thea Hale broke into yes. her big sister's closet, and her mm -hmm. big sister. <laughs> <laughs> Was like um, Secret Angel or something? This is like so holy shit. Is it obvious mm -hmm. that this is run by yeah. old white guys? Yep. Like, mm -hmm. what yeah. the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. Um, NXT, uh, the so wait, uh, oh, wait, uh, NX, uh, insert clever Tegan Knox pun says, Man, if they just changed the Thea Hale angle from child to teacher's pet, it wouldn't be so cringy. Uh, if it was this way, it wouldn't. But like, it's mm -hmm. the thing is, they don't have. They have at no point accounted for the fact that a fifteen-year-old and a nineteen-year-old behave differently. Mm. And it's it. That's what makes it creepy. Yep. Like creepy. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um. So here we get Duke Hudson defeating Joe Coffey. Duke Hudson had to win to force a three-way tie. Which we knew uh, was happening because which, Louise told us it was gonna. Which well, no, but like it was the same way they booked the round robin for one of the for one of the groups in the cruiserweight tournament that they had back in 2020. Um, but they didn't have to. If they were going to just have Joe Coffey win the group. Just have Joe Coffey beat Duke Hudson. If you're the only reason you do this is to allow for the possibility for Nathan Frazier to win the triple threat, but he doesn't do that. So Joe Coffey loses to Duke Hudson just so we can get another match on this card and falsely give us hope that the only possible ending of this story you've been telling for months could come true. They didn't do that. Uh, I don't know what to say about the match. Duke Hudson rolled up. Uh, Joe Coffey uh, won it. I got really distracted by the ring announcer saying Kofi, too. Mm. And I was like, I think he's just like coffee, like a cup of joe. Yeah, it is um, definitely not Joe Kofi Kingston. No, yeah, it was a little weird. I was like, I don't I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Mm -mm. No. Um, match was what it was. We talked in the beginning about, like, one side of this was really stacked mm -hmm. and the other side was not mm -hmm. as stacked. But mm -hmm. it, it was it certainly wasn't bad. I don't have like any complaints about it. It was just mm -hmm. very much a means to an end match. Mm -hmm. And when the other side has Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. Yep. Um uh, Roxanne Perez defeated Lola Vice. Um Yeah, what? I don't know. She Lola Vice uh, tried to do the Pentagon arm breaker, but lost control <laughs> of the arm while doing it. Um, but, but Roxanne still sold it, but Roxanne won with a, uh, wasn't, it wasn't pop rocks. Was it? It was like a vert. It was a roll up, like a, you didn't actually hit the pop rocks. Did she? I don't know. I don't she, think she, so. she no, won. it was, it she was, won. she's deceiving. Cause she has a roll up. That's actually really good. So you're not like, Oh God, a roll up. Like her, no. her, hers is not One, like a, it's like a pop row kind of roll. I think, uh, Roxanne escaped Lola vice. That's, that's the, how they told the story. That Lola Vice was going to was going to really hurt her, but she was able to escape Lola Vice with a victory. And there was a numbers game, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and then we get a, true. a weird little backstage. Yes, where she goes. Um, 
Becky is talking to Roxanne Perez, and Roxanne's like, "I let me be your partner," versus Tiffany, and 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 Kiana. I mean, come on, it kind of works. The man, the prodigy. I don't know how those things work together, but she did say what I liked is like, "I took inspiration from you. I was tired of everybody, um, uh, basically just pushing me around, and I and I decided to fight back, which is exactly how Becky finally." Uh, stood up to Charlotte and became the man. So that, I like that there was a callback there, but also her like, you, you look like your shoulder really hurts. You should go check that out. I I am the man. They don't call me the man for nothing. I shall stand on my own, myself against the world. No partner for me. Oh, wait, I had a partner. Yeah, but she, she didn't ask for one. No. So that, uh, it's also weird. Um. I I actually thought this was a better Roxanne promo. Like it felt just more yeah. authentic to because she's in NXT, she gets handicapped with creative where she's not allowed to sound like a human being. And I wouldn't say yeah. like promos are her super strongest strength anyway. Mm -hmm. But this one was really good. To your point, she like leaned into something that was very real and yep. it was just a natural conversation. And and Becky's just so like it, even in these little things, I'm like, yeah, you sound like a human being talks. That's why you mm -hmm. rule. Yeah. Um, so last week we saw, uh, Dijak, uh, hit a tree with a belt a lot. And, uh, he even made fun of it himself on, on Turn social in. media. Cause he's like, well, I don't know what, what, what the hell is this that I'm doing ba so much. basically. Um, and then he was Eddie... seeking re revenge. Yeah. Okay. And then he, that tree. he went. So Eddie Thorpe goes over there and he's like, um, um, and he's, he says, um, Dijak, you, uh, well, first he walks over and he lovingly forlornly caresses the spot on the tree where the bark is missing because, <laughs> because it's, he so means so much to him, the tree. Um, it's and the, isn't it the tree of his soul or something? I, but, I, but I, I tree spirit is spirit it's, tree. It's a tree in the parking lot of NXT. Well, that's is that's that is that thing. is that old Seminole land? Like, is that the tribe that Eddie is from? Well, my thing is, if it's in the NXT parking lot, it's seen worse yeah. days than whatever Dijak's gonna do. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the NXT parking lot is built on an Indian burial ground. And it hasn't been people doing it. It's been the spirits. That's why so many of them are anonymous Americans. Oh my god, it's perfect. <sighs> um so uh just throw them back in the ring. This is so awesome. Um like they're they're so good in the ring and they're yeah. both great at promos. But he's he's gonna challenge him to a strap match, as we said he was going to last week, but it's not gonna be on the pay-per-view, it's gonna be next week's uh NXT. Yeah, that part's so we'll weird. A, a, get a strap match. So, yeah. That was weird. Mm -hmm. They should just so, do it on the pay per view. It's a big blow up. Right. You're right. Uh, um, but anyway. Um, so now we get um, Dominic uh, versus Carmelo Hayes in a match that NXT billed as who is the better champion? In Carmelo. NXT. It was Carmelo. It's Carmelo. He didn't win the match. But it's Carmelo, 
because the the only story you've been telling with Dominic across three brands is he sucks at wrestling and cannot win a match unless his friends get involved to help him. That's the only way he became NXT North American champion. That's the only way he's retained any times he's, he's fought for it. He is bad. That is the story you tell with your booking, that he is bad at this. Last night on Raw, he lost to Cody Rhodes clean in four minutes. Do you know how bad it makes Carmelo Hayes look that he can't beat Dominic in five? That he has to struggle. Dominic was out there by himself. Nobody in the That's judgment day was thing. out there. Carmelo should have wiped the floor with him like that. Do you know how bad it made Carmelo Hayes look that he didn't squash Dominic Mysterio when Dominic didn't have anybody out there to help him? It makes Carmelo look horrible. And finally, Carmelo accidentally throws Dominic into Ilya Dragunov, who's sitting at ringside. As soon as we see Ilya Dragunov at ringside, we know this is going to be the finish because they don't do stuff like this unless this is going to be the finish. Correct. So um, he, Dominic gets thrown into um, uh, Dragunov on accident. Then Dragunov, then Dominic gets up and throws Carmelo into Dominic, into Dragunov on purpose. Then stands out there long enough to slap Dragunov in the face because he's got a death wish. And he gets into the ring, knowing that Dragunov would come in and attack him, and he would get the victory via the dis disqualification. Then he and Dragunov have a fight, which Dragunov ends by doing his amazing dropping forearm to uh, Dominic's jaw. Dominic gets up and walks away in a few seconds. No, he's no. basically staying. It's it's all of this is so horrible for the way that you've booked everybody else who actually is a wrestler on your show um, to have Dominic walk away from this only so he can walk away back up the ramp and turn around and get super kicked in the face by Dragon Lee, who, for some reason, has a title match next Monday on Raw leapfrogging Mustafa Ali, who is the only person who actually pays attention to the storylines around here. Um, yes, he is the Kevin Owens of NXT in that way. The, this, this is the problem when there's, there's no way to make this work because Ilya Dragunov is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Carmelo is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Dominic is not right. But they, they have no idea how to pair the fact that he's a main roster talent who's been pushed to the moon with the fact that he can't wrestle if the rest of the Judgment Day isn't there. Or House of Borcher, as I am now calling them, because I think I'm really funny. Yeah, so, funny. No, the House it of is very funny. That's, I'm that's, funny. No, that is solid. That's very solid. That's very good. Yeah, no, that's good. Funny. That's funny. Mm -hmm. I'm funny. So... Yeah. So this was doomed from the get, because either you squash Dominic which is probably the thing you should do, but then you're now like smooshing a main roster talent who's been pushed to the moon. Mm -hmm. So that's categorically bad wrestling. But to your mm -hmm. point, they've told us that he can't wrestle or win without the rest of House of mm -hmm. Fortune there. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but like, this is one of those, you know how sometimes you look at a match and you're like, this should never have been booked. Like neither of these guys should be facing each other. This yeah. is one of those, especially yeah. because it was a means to an yeah. end to advance yeah. Ilya yeah. and yeah. Mello. So. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is true. Um, 
this was this never should have happened. We see Trick being upset that um, what what happened to Carmelo happened because um, because uh, also uh, Ilya hits him with a with a with a torpedo and like does the Moscow torpedo to to Carmelo and they end up looking at each other about stuff. Um, so Trick is watching this, feeling upset. And the schism walks in and being like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, don't you know, if, if, you, if he was really your friend, he would have let you accompany him to ringside. And then this wouldn't have happened. Oh, yes, you should join us. Become part of the schism because that's all. And so we're going to get Trick versus Joe Gacy next week. Uh, no, thanks. Not to either of the workers. They're both great. No, just the story doesn't... The story... Yeah, them targeting Carmelo. Like, that's actually not even fair to say because it makes wrestling sense, right? Mm -hmm. But it's also... I don't know. It, it just it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't no. feel right. Hey, you know what, though, Alex? What? What? They're not the only one whose tree isn't standing very tall. And I'm not talking about Eddie Thor. Okay. There's some people that need a little bit more uh, support for their tree. Okay, they can't all be like Linus with their little blanket around it and the tree looks all nice like the, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, okay? Sometimes you're lacking a few roots to make that thing stand tall, okay? Sometimes mm -hmm. GYV gets out and you're suddenly kind of short-stacked. Blue Shoe's here to help. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call-up with BlueChew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits, no trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you. Your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean. Memorable performance. High spot, you know, whatever other innu innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. <coughs> Pir or John. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna say. Pirate yeah, this is, yeah, it's true. Pirate puns. Feeling Dreepy says, You can use the Tyler bait to catch the Bobby Fish. Very well done. Very well done. Jesse Ozog is a 13-month member. He says, uh, Privateer's Party and Naval Orange Cassidy. That's very good. Ricardo the Firefly says, The House of the Black Pearl and FTR and Seagull Punk. <laughs> Seagull Punk. Seagull Punk. Meet Narmus says, it's too bad FTR couldn't get C. S E A. Uh -huh. E M Punk to parlay with the C light. 
with a silite. Silite with a silite. Sea light looks like sea light to me, but sea light. Kind of they could have made a, they, they could have made a lot of treasure together. Doubloons, pieces of eight, other piratey denominations of money. Ricardo the Firefly says choppy waters. Art bar. Gale Force Kim. True Gale infamous, Force Kim is really good. True Infamous 73 says the rated R Superstar Edge. That's true. Good. Infamous 73 also says the Kraken. Come up earlier. Jonathan Gresham. Wait, I don't get it. What was it? He's oh, the, the Kraken. He's, he's the Kraken. The octopus part. He's okay. the Kraken. Chris Mueller says, Eddie Guerrero, row, row, row your boat. Down the street. Uh, uh, true, true Infamous 73 says, Pirate Boy Jack Sparrow. Pirate Boy. Very good. Okay. Uh, T-Electric Mayhem says, Scurvy Sky. Not Scorpio Sky, but Scorpio <laughs> Sky. J.W. Pringle says, where do pirates keep their buccaneers? On their buccaneers. Right here. <laughs> uh, Ryan Ben 666 says, tech the planet. Tech the planet, R. It's, it's Septecker, baby. T-Electric Mayhem says, Captain Jack Perry Sparrow. That's very good. Uh, Missing uh, an action the, at the moment. Yeah, the card the Ricardo the Firefly says the four seahorsemen. And uh, uh, Alpha Bill says uh AR Fox. And uh the Pro Wrestling Podcast says the young buccaneers. That's very good. It's really Brian says, still on an emotional high from seeing one of my faves win the title in person last week. Hope Kate gets that 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 tomorrow, partner. Shout out to Luis retweeting my video of Becky's promo. WD put it up later, but I'll take my 26,000 views victory. Malachi Blackbeard. Guys, if I, in person, tomorrow, witness Eddie Kingston... Winning a world title uh-huh. in person uh-huh. in New York uh-huh. after for the third year in a row uh-huh. calling for Eddie Kingston to have a big moment at Grand Slam. Because they gave it last year, they gave him that weird referee angle with Sammy Guevara, which was BS. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm going to fucking lose it. I'm going to lose it, Alex. You know, I, know. I will not be here. It'll just be the ghost of Kate. <laughs> the ghost of Kate mispassed. That is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose it. Yeah. And what's sad about that is two weeks after that, I'm supposed to be going to Seattle yeah. to see UZSJ and Daniel said, and I'm not even going to make it because I'm just going to pass out from all Eddie Kingston. Oh, it's going to be great. <sighs> um. Uh, so, okay. I'm a very white person. Yeah, no, so am I. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> We're both very white. Um. I don't know if I can critique the... Um, the necessarily the, the 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 content of this vignette with scripts and um, Lucian Price and Bronco Nima, they appear to be playing some kind of dice game. 
uh, in an alley. There's a lot of cash being exchanged, like a hun like thousands and thousands of dollars being exchanged. I know what you don't make at NXT, okay? Let's. <laughs> that is that is your entire salary for the year that yeah, you are betting not... on a dice game. Um, uh, but the thing I can critique is that they had them say, "We've been here for a minute, putting in work every week." And that's why nobody knows who the hell you are, as evidenced by the fact they had to put up your names under you. When Lucius Pr Prince starts talking, they put up a Lucius Prince like little thing that comes there. And then Bronco Nima starts talking, and they put up a little thing there. And then Reggie starts talking, and they put up scripts. Like they just put up little scripts underneath him, so you know that it's scripts. This um, version of scripts is very different than the one that appeared on the show. Yes. I just want to say that. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't really feel super comfortable commenting on this either, but I, I will say people in wrestling have very weird trajectories, right? Like Kevin Nash was Oz. Mm -hmm. Scripts being a Somalier. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's one among the weirdest. Considering <laughs> how, and what a short time it's been. <laughs> that's big what it is. Like this was like his 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 appearances started in like the um With Carmella and but like this was during the 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 uh, what do you call it the, the Thunderdome era. Yeah. Like it's been two years, and he went from a Somalier to um to the twenty four seven guy who does flips. To the masked version of scripts, like with modulated a, a, voiceover, with, that with, sounded like with, Jesse Ventura, with, with the Jesse Ventura voice, where he would like leave weird messages on the answering machine of the performance center, saying that like he was with vague terroristic threats, which has an answering machine. Yes, <laughs> and yes. On top of that, remember he would pin someone, and he'd put his little game show host card on top yeah, of them mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah so now yeah and then and then he got the then he got unmasked and then he was axiom's friend for a while but then he went back to his roots back to the streets and and decided to join up with bronco and and nima Bron no bronco nima bronco bronco and lucian give him one name each i honestly bronco and lucian is good enough that's good yeah no, that works of all the like last name dropping that they do yeah um yeah, no, this is a departure. We'll see how it goes. Yep. Um, weird. Uh, so I'm glad to see people in the chat who are are, are less white than me and more <laughs> yes. of the of the color and the race that should be commenting on this. <laughs> also agreeing with me that this is no good. So I thank yeah. God if my instincts <laughs> were right. I'm really appreciating it. Thank you. Thank and and some that. of them using the word uncomfortable, which makes me happy because like that. Yes, good. That's, that's good because it, okay. it, it did feel uncomfortable because they were counting their money for a very long time in an alley. Uh, yeah. Just, 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 <laughs> they would like count through all of it and then count it again. Just seemed too much. I appreciate Thank that, you. Ryan Ben. <laughs> I know you have no idea how much I appreciate this. Thank you. Oh, very much Thank needed. You. Um. So they were talking about Hank and Tank, about how they're going to face them and they're going to beat up Hank and Tank. And then Tank and Tank got interviewed about them and said that they were going to face them and they're going to beat them. So I thought it was going to happen tonight, but apparently it's going to happen next week. So Correct. Um, so then we get the Duke wrestled a match an hour ago and is still out of breath in his locker. 
I need to get some water. I wish they would they would put these things closer. Like if you're gonna have Kiana James lose a match and 55 minutes later walk into her, her dressing room as though she has just gotten there from having lost the match because she's still really pissed One about it. One hour earlier. Yeah, yeah. It, does feel like <laughs> it does feel like that. Anyway, he gets a pep talk from, from Andre Chase about being able to go in and win this triple threat match. And the triple threat match is really good. And honestly, the the if it did not belie all of the story you've been telling for literal months, making me feel like you wasted my time personally, then the finish wouldn't have been bad. Like Correct. Joe Coffey um, hitting all the best for the bells um, and uh, and tossing um, uh, Nathan Frazier out of the way, like to get his pin was was. Yeah, really good. And, and we've seen Pete Dunn and Joe Coffey have a have a great match together. So the match that they have in the finals isn't going to be bad. It just isn't the story you've been telling for literal months. And this one, like I I feel like there's a way out of it with the Pete Dunn side of it, but you're right in that the Nathan Fraser side should be it. But I don't think you bring Pete Dunn back to not win this then right that right no weird. You, no you got it's it's got to be pete right it's got to be pete because also noam dar is a heel he's a he's a right he's a, he's a yeah. colorful heel and they've set up pete dunn because after pete dunn beat tyler Bate, he picked him up and gave him a little hug like you know like old times you know what i mean like there was a point where I thought they might have audibled the ending because there, but I think it was literally just the last move because they, yeah. Pete Dunn was checking in on him really, really like, yeah, yeah. And there were some driver spots in there that I was like, mm -hmm. oh, this is, this is hard hitting tech or work. <laughs> this is a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, I think it was just like, a, you good on the, yeah. on the finish there. Um, uh, yeah. But anyway, I think they're setting him up. If he's going to be in NXT for a while, yeah, have him face Noam Dar. Um, and honestly, I, I like them as being like cocky and arrogant as, as the metaphor, but I really like them when they have to literally carry Noam Dar from place to place <laughs> because he lost the title. And I love Pete Dunne. So Pete Dunne winning the, the, the Heritage Cup would be amazing. So let's do that. Oh my gosh. He is like, it's special when you have a wrestler like that or like Orange Cassidy is this way where you're like, you're just, I prefer that the booking makes sense around you, but you are Teflon in that, like, my yeah. God. Like, you're you're going to make it work whether you win or lose. Yeah. I also would like, I feel like if Pete Dunne has the Heritage Cup, it'll probably be, like, a little bit of a run with it. And we've had a lot of hot potatoing because of the injury yeah. to Noam Dar earlier, right? Yep. So, for those of you who don't know, Alex has gotten into figures, and he's not just yep. stabbing himself with the scissor. Nope. NXT was nope. not that bad yet. Not, but... not that bad yet. Um, not that bad yet. I had to open it now, though. Because it corresponds to the wonderful bruiser weight that we are talking about. He's so good, man. It was so much fun to see him in action tonight. Yeah. He's great. And I like I, love... I, I like rules, okay? I'm a square. Yes. I, know. I like nerd yeah. I like I'm a nerd with this. I like my time limit belts and and cups and and people that follow rules. And people who bend rules when they're heels. Look at that. Look at that guy. 
Look at him. He's even got his Look cool at that. Little, he's got his cool fur lined oh, jacket he used to man. wear. I remember I missed that. I hope it's wintertime soon so he can wear that jacket. That's a Pete awesome. Dunn figure, too. That's not even a book. That, that is that is a Pete, that is a Pete Dunn figure. Yeah. Uh first time in the line. Look at him. Look how great he is. He's the best. I'm so excited about it. It's been really nice through the Heritage Cup to get to see like him just be Pete Dunn again. He's so good. And God, Tyler Bate, too. Like, huh. yeah. they were doing nothing with Tyler Bate for like a really long time. Mm -hmm. Now he's doing stuff again. Yeah. Uh, I did get the done original. I made sure. <laughs> Luis! Look at Luis Campolo. He does. Uh, so, hey, uh, you know like what I was worried about with that finish? What? Which I think more people need to be worried about. I also have props today, Alex. Oh, yeah. Do you now? I do, but I feel like there hasn't been enough conversation. <laughs> That's so good. I feel like there hasn't been enough conversation in wrestling and in general about when things like this happen. <laughs> You're not okay. <laughs> this is not an Adam Cole podcast, right? I am concerned about people's neck health. I am concerned about people's neck health. And I would like Tyler Bates to know, and I would like to be done to know that there were several times in this match where I was concerned about their neck health. And I am a real brochacho, okay? I am concerned about neck health, and I'm not a fair weather friend who only is concerned about Alex's neck health or somebody else's neck health. I'm concerned about yours because we're longstanding friends, mm -hmm. Pete Dunn yeah. and Tyler Bates. Mm hmm. So good. I you're wearing that to Grand Slam tomorrow, yes? Oh, I'm bringing it. <laughs> oh, you you you, get, you wear. I want you need to wear it and also find glasses that are as close to Roderick Strong's little square ones as possible, and just walk around like this all the time. That'd be really good. It's my. It is a solidarity neck brace because I yes. care about Roddy Strong and his neck health because yes. unlike Adam Cole, who yeah. just seems to have abandoned his decade long friendship <laughs> with Roderick Strong. Mm -hmm. For MJF of all people, nope. Who's just pulling wool mm -hmm. over his eyes at all times? No. Can't have. He's all concerned about Max's neck. Mm -hmm. Hashtag neck strong says Tom of Valley. Adam. Adam. <laughs> um. Henry the Casey. I miss NXT was scissoring me timbers and AAW trios title at the uh, Max Caster show. Uh, but hope to see you at Grand Slam, Kate. We will make sure of it, my friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I will make sure I see Henry the Casey. So, panel. as I said, Mr. Folly is the only one who pays attention to anything that has been set up on this show. And he is, he says, I'm the only one who was upset about this. But I was watching Raw last night, and I see a graphic that comes up that Dragon Lee has a title match versus Dominic Mysterio on Raw next week. Um, how could that be, though, I asked myself, since didn't I beat? I am the number one contender to the NXT North American title. Fact, not opinion. You we, Like, he didn't say it, but he's said but he it. But he said past. it. You can quibble with how that happened, 
but that is the truth. I also promised you, Dragon Lee, that I would give you the first title match when I beat Dominic. This is not okay. I'm tired of playing along that it is okay. What I will say it's not okay is that um, Ali like showed up in June, right? Like, like, and he's been on a, on a, on a path toward this very title and has still not gotten a one-on-one match for that title with anybody. No. And I'm glad he's getting increasingly apoplectic about it. Cause he is, he should, he was becoming unhinged today and he should, cause I am. He should. Um, uh, Dan Sneed says, I am concerned and I support women's neck health. Thank you. And uh, T Electric Mayhem also tells us that he is concerned. Thank you. See, you guys are good people. Adam Cole, baby. No, nope, not a good friend. No, nope. um, so here's here, here's exactly what I said was going to happen. Remember, remember last week when Miles Bourne and Horse Girl, uh, <laughs> he, 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 like shared a little moment before immediately like literally within five seconds he turned on her on her boys and cost them the match and i was like she's still going to like him even after he did it and they're going to become a little romance and it's going to be they're going to mirror this thing where she is in love with this guy uh and her their little tag partners are going to tell her it's a bad idea and it's, it's just another chapter as the horse girl turns and i'm so done with all of the stories so they're quibbling about it they're yelling about it and um because uh, um uh double be- double vest single jerkin he is so upset um that and he how could you say it? i just think he's a nice guy i thought he was a nice guy i still think he's a nice guy how could you think he's a nice guy he turned on us he's a traitor he stabbed us he stabbed us all in the back and the beach is like, no, no, let's not fight. I don't feel like it's a good idea for us to fight. And then Baron Corbin comes in. He's upset because he was trying to get a massage. And so, uh, so Double Vest, a uh, single jerk, and uh, call challenges him to a match. Ballad Henley's a wrestler, right? No, no, <laughs> nope, no, nope. Like she can do things other than have no. a guy Mm-mm. fawn over her every six months. No. We put her back in the ring, please. Mm-mm. No. Personally, podcasting at best. What the neck is going on mm-hmm. here? Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, she's uh. Um. We are gonna need to come up with a little graphic and a video <laughs> intro of like as the horse girl turns. <laughs> we do. We need one that can just push play and it plays yeah. it. This week on As the Horse Girl Turns. Um, so um, we get Becky coming out to have. Oh, we also got Tiffy and Kiana like realizing they're besties. Um, like we're not besties, but we're totally besties. And that's why tonight we're going to beat up Becky because we both hate Becky Lynch. And um, uh, thanks for getting me ready for Becky. Even though I lost, so you didn't get me ready enough. Like, I don't understand why you would thank somebody for getting you ready for a match that you lost. (sighs) There's this, I I think just because I'm seeing Eddie Kingston tomorrow, this reminded me of, um, there was an Eddie Kingston promo where he goes, what is it? Like, 
the enemy of my enemy is my friend or whatever. No. Yep. Yes. <laughs> just yes. like that. Yes. Uh, this yes. was like a a more maybe like poetic version of, of such a thing. But but basically that trope. That's fine. Yep. That's yeah. what it is. Yes. Um, so they decide to bond together and they have a little surprise for Becky. People I saw people in the Discord who were like, uh, I hope the surprise is Cora Jade. Like, no, it was just the surprise was that Becky came out for her match and they attacked her from behind before the match started. That well, was, Becky that was, was smart enough to know Keanu was going to be there in the beginning of the show. That was what I didn't like, was like yeah. she was smart enough in the beginning of the show, but she somehow got dumber, dumber. as the show yes. went on. Um, so uh, they were beating her up and then Lyra Valkyria ran in to save her. And when it was two on two, the heels wanted to leave. So then Lyra and Becky went and grabbed them and dragged them into the ring and started beating them up. And they rang the bell and they started a tag match. And again, if you're going to do a tag match from the very beginning, just do a tag match. I don't understand why we did all these steps to get there. When you didn't even have Lyra say one thing nope. on the entire show tonight to like reaffirm her, 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 her um, connection to Becky and all. All that stuff that just went. I, I also like Becky was just like, oh, great, you're here. Like there was no like, there was no either, oh, thank God you're here or I said I didn't need help moment. Like Lyra was just there and then was just in the match. Like there was the ref didn't do anything. Yeah. Now I'll say this. The match was pretty good and Lyra's great. Like she's mm-hmm. she's really really good, she's man. I, good. I love getting to watch her in the ring, and she gets better week over week. And she was pretty good when she came in, but like she just has this really, um, she she lays her shit in really hard, but she's extremely fluid. And I yeah. I really think like in ring wise, especially sky's the limit for her. Like she's mm-hmm. she's great. So it was nice to see her show out, and um, even though the way she got into the match was stupid, she did good in this context of like. The storytelling aspect of it of that she came in she was kind of a fresh arm right and she picked her spots so that she wasn't really overpowering becky like the um the ring smarts are there with her too man she's she's right. really really good so that yes. was nice to see here um and then we get the post-match beatdown in which i thought t- tiffany there's little things like this that you see pop up in nxt um that you take for granted as a wrestling fan sometimes but like a lot of people haven't thrown chair shots before. And these look pretty good yes. from Tiffany. Um, a lot of times people throwing chair shots look like it's video game ones because they don't want to actually hit someone with a steel chair. And that makes sense. But she did a good job with those. She's all right. Uh, I she could do right without with I could do without um Vic Joseph uh, describing it. What a heinous act. Like she hit her with a chair shot in the back. She'll she'll be fine. Um, it, it, and also then Booker T been like, what? It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it at all. There's got to be a middle ground where you guys actually Alex, call the thing that you're watching at the same time. Booker T tonight. Wow. <laughs> they showed him at the desk and he had uh, very bloodshot eyes and he was he, extremely giggly at certain points. <laughs> he was, I don't know. I don't know, if I'm, but he was bad. He was well, very, he's very bad. bad. Yeah. He's like he was. He seemed like wait, like was he was talking about stuff that wasn't actually happening, which I found weird. Like, was he watching his little monitor on a delay of like several weeks? But I, I just anyway, um, Shucky it was Ducky. It, yeah, 
Uh, Taylor Cannon said, I love the teamwork between uh, Becky and Lyra. Me too. I wish they had uh, done gone set it up done as a tag match. Yes. To set it up as a tag match. Yeah. Um, uh, Wrestling with Movies says, um, it is in Becky's character to never trust anyone anymore as established in the Trish feud. And her character wouldn't actively go seeking help. Yeah, I guess. Lyra shows up and she accepts she's, the help, but still. She's um, also... No, she doesn't want anybody else's help, but, like, yes, she's smart. Right. So it's like, she should have accepted help in that right. storyline. Yeah. The, <laughs> so the, she should the, accept help. We, 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 got, we got one from, from Roxanne who came to ask her if she wanted help, and she said, no, I'll do it on my own. In, instead of, like, immediately um, Lyra coming up to her, not Roxanne, because... Roxanne has a reason to not help because she just had a match and she got injured in it. Lyra doesn't have a match tonight and we already saw them last week. So having Lyra come up to her and saying, I'm going to help you with this thing, especially because we've already seen her actively feud with both Tiffany and Kiana. So he has a reason to hate both of them. And, and a reason who else, Alex? Rhea Ripley, who's waiting that's for true. Becky on the main roster. That's, that's true. There's, that's also a thing you could do. Um, There's so much there. Um, uh, we should have Lyra ask and Becky accept, accept the help. Um, or one of those things of, you know what? I appreciate it, but I, I am going to do this on my own. And have Lyra be like, okay, but I'll be watching. If anything gets out of hand, I'm not going to let any, I'm not going to let them, you know, whatever. And Becky's like, I appreciate that. And then it sets up exactly what she says. If anything gets out of hand, I'll stop it. And then Becky says, Well, now I'm gonna, I will allow you to have me my tag partner. Just do, do, do anything except for what you did, because what you did was not good. Um, you know what I was yeah. concerned about with the chair shots? What's that? Neck health. Yeah. It's very hard to do with the headphones, but. I like. Thank you, uh, MD Cyclo, uh, for for recognizing the uh, the the absurdity of the bit. I just Alex, can you just look into the camera real quick? I just want people to see, like you have an eye patch on and I have a neck brace on. Mm -hmm. Neither mm -hmm. of us are injured. No. They're just solidarity. But I also support hashtag eye health. You should. It's important, and that's also a huge issue in AEW. Mm -hmm. That no one seems to want to talk about. That's true. Um, uh, Wrestling Movie says, My favorite thing about the main event is that Lyra got the pin. It's stuff like that that gives me hope in this Becky reign. Her actively wanting to choose Tegan to face... Uh, cho uh, ch choose Tegan to face... Cheesen? Volumes. Cheesen. Tegan. Choose Tegan. Tease Cheegan. Um, <laughs> Cheesen. Uh, Teague. Cheeg. Teasen. Um, so to, to, uh, to face streams volumes. Yes. Becky's choice to face, uh, Tegan. Um, that's great. Um, it is also great that she is like, yes, Lyra should get the pin. That's cool. Um, after the beatdown, um, Becky says, let's do an extreme rules match with, um, with, um, with Tiffany. Um, Tiffany's got to get the belt back from not necessarily at, on at no mercy. I'm I'll allow her to keep it at some point, but it just 
what are you doing to Tiffany? Why, why would you kneecap that rain when you didn't do anything with it? It's just such an well, odd and thing because to this do. came about by accident, right? Which was actually another great thing in the promo that she had said earlier yeah. of like, if yeah. I hadn't accidentally said your name, basically, you wouldn't even mm -hmm. be here with that title. Yep. Yes, that's true. Um, I will say Becky continually seems like you never know anybody, but mm -hmm. seems yeah. like one of the most selfless workers in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, we got we got uh one more well not really a a, a pun. Where do we go? Oh, Lovefro says grog gagney. Grog <laughs> is the kind of drink that they eat. Um the uh the Bep Jr., I think is what that says. Uh Becky bringing back puns from her shimmer years. Is that what that was? It didn't feel like puns to me, it just felt like really bad rhymes. Also, that's our thing, Bex. Yeah. Come on. Um, you're worrying about your neck health and you're just going to steal our puns? Jesse Ozog says, not a pun, but look up Pirate Queen Zheng Yi Sao. Yes, I have. I, I, years ago I read the Wikipedia article on Zheng Yi Sao, who was the Pirate Queen of the South China Sea uh, in the 1700s. Pretty awesome. Um, if you're interested in pirate lore, look it up. Um, all right. So that's that's all that. And then we got some we got some jukeboxes. Hey, before um, we swing into jukebox land, I did um want to say something kind of sincerely. So I'm gonna take off this phone yeah. now. <laughs> um <clears throat> there's like some not awesome things that happened in women's wrestling media today mm -hmm. and over the past 48 hours, and I don't want to get into it because blessedly it does not directly involve me. Um but I did just want to say a couple of things. One, um, that I'm just always so appreciative of, of Fightful. Um, I get to come on here and do what I do. I feel like Denise is very different from me, and she comes on here and does what she does. And Cresta is the best podcaster in the world. If you haven't seen her, seek her out. Um, and we have Maggie, and we have the girls on Overbooked, and... Um, who also Iridian? Oh my God, what an asset she is! So I'm just, I'm always very happy to to be here for so many reasons, um, and I'm so glad that we have Louise to keep us safe. But um, I don't want to talk about any of the ugliness. But what I did want to do was uh, shout out the gals at the the wrestling wind down for this very shirt that I have on. Uh, it's like a a black queen's shirt. It's awesome. It's got Jacqueline and Jazz. And Alicia, Mercedes, and Trinity, and Bianca on it. And it's it's awesome. It's an awesome quality shirt, too. And it arrived, like, 10 minutes before I even placed the order. So I just want to say, go, go support them. They've had this design out there for a while. It's awesome. And 35% of the proceeds until, I think, the end of September go to an organization that helps um, Black young ladies, Black gals, uh, and, and youth specifically. So... Please, please, please go support them. They're wonderful. Um, they also just have a lot of fun merch. If you've seen those like bad bitches for Daniel Garcia shirts or whatever they are, like those come from them and stuff too. So uh, just ugliness aside, go support them and the great organization that the proceeds of this shirt goes to. And that's all I'll say about that. Now we can go back to being silly again. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, we, we, we shall. Also, one other thing we, we were supposed to do is you brought this to my attention. So. There's a graphic designer who oh, has okay. cre created a logo for our very own Allie Albright of the Toothpaste Albrights. That's right. That cool? So this was created uh, by a graphic artist, and their handle is Wicked Draw Stuff. 
and they create this awesome like art for wrestlers they did one for bill collier too i know and uh just create awesome art for awesome wrestlers and they decided to do one of our wonderful Allie Cease and we just wanted to reveal it on the air and she's freaking out in the chat as we wanted. Um, this was coordinated uh, by Doc Mueller of Bleacher Report who um, is a wonderful human being and is just just wonderful, just the best and always adding such positivity and good into the world and uh, it sounds like because the Max app is getting absorbed with Bleacher Report, his IT position is going to be even even oh, busier so my goodness um so we just wanted to to shout that out ali i'll send you the file in a little bit and mm -hmm. i just wanted to be able to pull that up so yeah. support we could draw stuff on twitter and tell them that their work is awesome and stuff yes do that very true hold on there we go, there we go. cool um <clears throat> all right awesome did all that awesome the awesome stuff. awesome Awesome, 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 awesome. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's see here. What do we got? We got. I got. We got a couple more. Um, Lieutenant Photo says skull and carrion crossbones. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> oh man, I was going to take it off. Skull and carrion crossbones. And uh, Ricardo the Firefly says. My indie heart will go on. I thought the old lady dropped it at the bottom of the ocean. Nope. This is so sweet uh, when we see when we see mm -hmm. the support coming in for Doc Mueller's promotion. Yes, it's good. Uh, Love Fro says uh, I support Luis. <laughs> Hashtag Humperdinks. You should. He's the best. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Um, okay. Uh, you guys are crazy. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Tiffany to sing Hoist the Colors, but slower. I don't know why, but slower. It's not like we're doing a, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm not taking directional notes. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the king and his men stole the queen from her bed. And bound her in bones, the seas be ours. And by powers, where we will, we'll roam. Yo-ho, all together, hoist the colors high. Heave-ho, thieves and beggars, never shall we die. Yo-ho, all together, hoist the colors high. Heave-ho, thieves and beggars, never shall we die. Some men have died, some are alive, and others sail the sea. With the keys to the cage. Which cage? Because there's so many in wrestling, get it? And the devil to pay, we lay the fiddlers green. The bell has been raised from its watery grave. Do you hear? So, I don't know what that is. Sepulchral tone? Sepulchral. We are all. <laughs> I don't. What is that? What is that? Sep Sepulcher is uh, is uh, like where they where they bury you inside a church, I believe. So oh, a gross. sepulchral well, thing would be like, yeah, we're like where you would be buried. I think. Oh, I, I think. should have asked Ludwig to explain it to me. Damn it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are all called <laughs> the squall and turn your sail homeward. Turn your sail towards home. Toodles. <laughs> that was way rougher than I needed to be. Yeah, well, it's all right. It's okay. It's okay. Um, all right. 
So um, let's see here. Uh, Electric Mayhem says jukebox for anyone singing Keel Hauled by Ailstorm. All right. So for anyone singing it. Um, Linda. Uh, well, it'll be Linda. 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 Yeah, we haven't done a Linda, Linda and, at all tonight. Linda, okay. Linda and Ricky. Linda and Ricky. Okay. Here we go. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> we got a Ricky one at the end. Ricky one always ends. Okay, here we go. Um, <clears throat> My friends, I stand before you to tell a truth most dire. There lurks a tra traitor in our midst who hath invoked the captain's ire. He don't deserve no mercy. That's NXT, no mercy on the 30th of September. We ought to shoot him with a gun, but I am not an evil man, so first let's have a little fun. We'll tie that scoundrel to a rope and throw him overboard. Drag him underneath the ship, a terrifyingly deadly trip. Keel, that fil keel haul that filthy landlubber. Send him down to the depths below. Make that bastard walk the plank with a bottle of rum and the yo-ho-ho. Keel haul that filthy landlubber. Send him down to the depths below. Make that bastard walk the plank with a bottle of rum and the yo-ho-ho. There you go. So that's the thing. You were called a yo-ho-ho in your days. <laughs> Only when it was fleet week and all the sailors came into the docks. With a bottle of rum. They would say, yo, ho, ho. And I'd be like, hello. That would be, that would be it. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, so now Tom LaValle wants uh, um, Tony D to read the beginning of Moby Dick. Hey, call me Ishmael. Some years ago, never mind how long precisely, having little or no money in my purse and nothing particular to interest me on shore, I thought I would sail about a little and see the watery part of the world. It is a way I have of driving off the spleen and regulating the circulation. Whenever I find myself growing grim about the mouth where it is a damp, drizzly November in my soul, Whenever I find myself involuntarily pausing before coffin warehouses and bringing up the rear of every funeral I meet, and especially whenever my hypos get such an upper hand of me that it, was, it requires a strong moral principle to prevent me from deliberately stepping into the street and methodically knocking people's heads off, then I account it high time to get to see as soon as I can. This is my substitute for pistol and ball. With a philosophical flourish, Cato throws himself upon his sword. I quietly take to the ship. There is nothing surprising in this. If they but knew it, almost all men in their degree, sometime or other, cherish very nearly the same feelings toward the ocean with me, Gabagool. What an opening line. <laughs> That's totally true. Hey! Call me Ishmael. Um... Uh, Tom Lavelli wants Tiffany to, to sing Sail by AWOL Nation. Maybe Ludwig helps. I don't know if Ludwig's going to help or not. We'll have to find out. Ludwig should help. Mm -hmm. Which one? I'll do. I'll, 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 I'll Sail by AWOL Nation. Um, I will do this chorus, and then you could do the verses. How about that? <laughs> okay. This is how I show my love. 
I made it in my mind because I blame it on my ADD, baby. This is how that an angel dies. I blame it on my own sick pride. Blame it on my ADD, baby. Sale, 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 sale. There's one more, isn't there? Oh, oh, there's five. I did five. I did five sales. I thought you did four. I'm not doing the I second did five one. sales. There's some trigger warning-y things in that second one. So no, I'm second, not doing but... that one. No. No, we're not going to do that one. But uh, you should... Ozog wants Ludwig Kaiser to do Drunken Sailor. I also want to see that. Thank you, Jesse Ozog. <laughs> what will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? Early in the morning. Away, hey, and up she rises. Away, hey, and up she rises. Away, hey, and up she rises. Early in the morning. Shave his belly with a rusty razor. I'm not gonna do the rest of it. This is too much. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> learn a time signature, Ludwig. <laughs> uh, no, 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 keep a tempo. No, no. Okay, CO wants <laughs> Tiffany to do Tom Cruise. Let me just clarify real quick. Jury is out on if yes. this is good or bad. Like, no, but nobody else is doing it. But definitely not happening anywhere else. It's the only place you can get this. Just okay. So <laughs> Tiffany, uh, Tiffany uh, is going to do Tom Cruise, and Giovanni Vinci is going to do Jack Nicholson. From which you, you, you can't handle the truth scene from a few good men. <laughs> okay, um, there we go. All right. Ready? Load. Who am I and who are you? You're Kathy and I am Jessup. <clears throat> A moment ago, you said that you ordered Lieutenant Kendrick to tell his men that Santiago was not to be touched. That's all right. <laughs> and Lieutenant Kendrick was clear on what you wanted. Crystal. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick ignored the order? Ignored the order? Any chance he forgot about it? No. Any chance Lieutenant Kendrick left your office and said, the old man is wrong, toodles? Uh, no. When Lieutenant Kendrick spoke to the platoon and ordered them not to touch Santiago, any chance they ignored him? Have you ever served in an infantry unit, son? No, sir. Ever served in a forward area? No, sir. Ever put your life in another man's hands? Ask him to put his life in yours? I literally put my life in the man's hands today. Or last week, but no, sir. <laughs> With 
follow orders, son. We follow orders or the people are dying. It's just that simple. Are we clear? Yes, sir. Are we clear? Crystal. Colonel, I have just one more question before I put Airman O'Malley and Airman Rodriguez on the stand. If you gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched and your orders are always followed, then why would Santiago be in danger? Why would it be necessary to transfer him off the base? Say the next line and I will cut to the end. Uh, Santiago was a, a substandard Marine. He was a, being a transferred. I'm trying to get to the good part. One second. Um, I'll well, answer Jessup, the question. Did you order the code red? You don't you have don't to answer, have that, answer question. that question. I'll answer the question. Do you want the answers? I think I'm entitled. You want the answers? I want the truth. Yeah, you can't handle the truth. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's going to do it? You? You? Lieutenant Kaiser? I have a greater responsibility than you possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago, and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. The Santiago's death, while a tragic, probably saved lives. And my existence, while a grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves the lives. And you don't want the truth. Because deep down in places, you don't talk about the parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor and code and loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain to myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather just you said uh, thank you and with the honor your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are and entitled to. Oh my god, Giovanni. Just like, did you order the code red? I did, I did a job. That did I you order the code red? You gotta get the demo right, I did. <laughs> What? I only like us. I don't like anybody what? else in the world. What is this? What? What? <laughs> what, are, what are we doing? <laughs> this this mother effort is not real. <laughs> you guys, We're the best. We. I don't listen. I don't know if we are, but we are definitely unique. We are. I. He We're says, artists. He, he, he says as he puts on his rainbow wig. As he transforms. <laughs> Hello. It's me. It's, Ricky. it's Ricky Rainbow. Yeah, it's me. Ricky, we've got 13 minutes to play with, buddy. How are you? Well, I'm all right. I don't, I don't, I don't want to do all that. It's a lot of time. I just want to read oh, one. Oh, you don't have to. I just want to do like one, one song. And they will leave, right? Okay, this one is called um, Captain Jack Sparrow by the Lonely Island. Okay, here we are. <clears throat> uh, 
Lonely Island, Michael Bolton, the track start, the night starts now, together on the track, the boys are back, the night song starts now, the night starts now, baby, roll with us, chickies snapping at the neck when we rolling up, club front doors, ain't no holding up, black card at the bar like I gives a fuck, lady shifty eye when we walk into the set, fuck the fellas looking jealous, play that back and get wet. Three pound at my waist, shank in my sock. You either get cut, get stuffed, or get shot. This is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow, a pirate so brave on the seven seas. A mystical quest to the Isle of Tortuga, raven locks sway on the ocean breeze. Yeah, that was kind of weird, but we're back in the club, buying up the bear so groupies show us love, Kira Knightley. I'm Mel the fucking Iceman, I'm the top gunner, heater on blast, I'm the number one stunner, Jack Sparrow. Watch your girl because I ain't your Mr. Nice Guy, more like meet you in the, take you home and fuck you twice guy. All dressed with nowhere to run, that's how I, that, now I make you feel when I, now back to the good part, from the day he was born he yearned for adventure, oh Captain Jack, giving him what for, he's the pauper of the surf, the jester of Tortuga. But in J.V. Jones' locker, what lies in store? Thank you. It was beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. The ladies are going crazy for your purple hair. Well, you know, it's it. Oh, I'm sorry. I got I. I forgot to use any product today. No, you don't have to apologize. You're just uh, you're uh, a wild man. I have terrible bedhead. It's true. It's true. So, Ricky, we missed anyway. you. How you doing, buddy? You doing good? Listen, I don't I don't know what you walked into, Clark Spaceway. <laughs> what is happening is that Ricky Rainbow comes on the show at the end and reads a song, and then at the end he says thank you. So I'm about Ricky, to do what, that. What are you, though, really? Like, at the end of no, the day? But I am, you don't know, do you? Because no. I'm a mystery wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in an egg roll wrapper, wrapped in a tortilla of some kind that's been toasted just so. And so you'll never know who I am because of the enigma and the mystery of it all. And also the egg because, wrapper of it all? And because of the egg roll and the tortilla of it all as well. I feel so bad for people who walk in this part. No, no. See, listen. This is what this is what we do. We provide a weight loss service. Oh my God, Tony and East could never. Nope. <sighs> All right. So that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Keep, keep cool, gobba goose. See you at Grand Slam if you're going. Support neck health. Support wig health. 